Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
Great is the Lord, and he is greatly to be praised. Amen. We greet you on tonight in the matchless name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we welcome you to night three of our Back to the Basics revival live via the True Praise and Worship celebration right here on TalkShoe. Excuse me. I am the host and the visionary, Prophet B.K. Thompson, and we're grateful to have each of you on the line tonight. Amen. We bless God for all that he has done um, all week long. Amen. Uh, We started out on Tuesday night with Apostle Sandra Thomas from Chicago, Illinois, who brought a phenomenal word from the Lord. Last night we went even higher with Minister Teresa Knowles, uh, from Raleigh, North Carolina, who came and, amen, brought such a profound word from the Lord entitled The Blueprint for Getting Back to God. And tonight we are back for night three, amen, with none other than Apostle Kaleeb Sanders, amen, of Savannah, Georgia. We're excited, amen. Um, God has been moving in a phenomenal way all week long, amen. The word has been rich. It has been powerful, And we're just grateful to God for all that he has done, amen, and just for how he's moving by his power, moving by his spirit, amen. And we give God all praise, all glory, and all honor, even for what we know he's going to do on tonight, amen. We um, give God praise, glory, and honor just for who he is in in our lives and over our lives. And we pray today that you have had a blessed day for those of you who have been on with us all week long, amen, you uh, know for yourself just how good God has been and just how he's been moving, and this week has just been an awesome week, and we're looking forward to going even higher on tonight, amen. Um, We pray that you came ready with a mindset of expectation to receive what it is that God has in store for his people on tonight. Um, Before we go any further into the furtherance of the call, amen, we're going to open with prayer, amen. Um, Minister Teresa, are you online tonight? Hallelujah. I um, I thought Minister Teresa was here. Maybe she's not. Amen. Um. Nevertheless, I'm going to ask um, Mother Carter if she will come at this time and open us up with a word of prayer. Amen. Pastor Carter? Oh, okay. I didn't hear you. Sorry about that. Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, we just praise you, we glorify you, we exalt you, we just lift up holy hands, we just lift up you tonight, Lord, as we are going through this revival out. We are being just revived, renewed, being restored, Lord, and we just thank you for the visionary of this great revival, this first five ministry revival, back to the basic. Uh, Lord, we just thank you for the prophet. And we thank you for the man of God, Apostle Khalid Sanders, the mighty man of God that's going to bring the word tonight as such a powerful, anointed vessel that's used by you, Lord. We just thank you for such a time as this, for the 
We know that, that God has given him a powerful word for this, your people, and for those that have pressed their way to be on the line, this conference line for the service tonight, Lord, for the service tonight, they pressed their way. Let them be blessed. Let them receive in the name of Jesus whatever the need is. They will receive it tonight in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, just bless and anoint the apostle from the crown of his head to the sole of his feet, from the sole of his feet to the crown of his head, anointed. Uh, let us receive the word. Let it sustain and keep us for such a time as this. In the mighty name of Jesus, and we're going to give you all the honor, the glory, and the praise. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen and amen. Amen, amen. We bless God for Mother Carter opening us up in prayer on tonight. We thank God for each of you, amen, that we see continuing to um, come on the call and to log into the chat room. Amen. We're excited. <clears throat> Excuse me, as I forestated about what God has done this week and even for what God is going to do um, on tonight, amen. Um, as I've told the people of God all week long, um, we had not done a revival um, here on TalkShoe for quite some time. Um, the last revival that we had done was on our other call, um, Fresh Fire. And, um, the Lord just dropped in my spirit that it was time for revival. And I was seeking the Lord as to what <clears throat> his purpose was, what his reasoning was, and knowing how God functions and how God flows. God is very strategic. God is a God of order. And any time God gives an assignment, there's something he wants to do, something he wants to say, something he wants to accomplish in the lives of, of, of his people. And so I began to seek the Lord, and, and when the Lord gave me the theme back to the basics, I was like, okay, God, where are you going with this? Which way do you want to take us? And and um, he gave me the theme scripture, Second Chronicles 7 and 14, which simply says, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, seek my faith, turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, I will forgive their sin, and I will heal their land and 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 as I've said all week long, and I'm not going to keep um, going over and over, but many times nowadays in the body of Christ, we have gotten away from preaching the power of the cross. We've gotten away from preaching the power in the blood. We've gotten away from preaching the power that's in the name of Jesus, and we have uh, we have turned Christianity into a Hollywood status. Uh, type of ordeal. We've turned religion into uh, fame and fortune, and uh, we don't preach sanctification anymore. You don't hear sanctification mentioned anymore. You don't hear holiness mentioned anymore. People are preaching what needs to be said to keep a butt in the seat and a dollar in the offering plate, but God is calling us back to holiness. He's calling us back to the foundational principles of the gospel, not in a religious traditional sense, if you will, but according to the foundational word of God, the blueprint that was laid out for us, even as Minister Teresa ministered on last night, the blueprint that was laid out for us, God is calling us back to walk right, to talk right, to live right, uh, used to be coming up as as children, you could identify the saint from the sinner. 
But nowadays, everybody looks so much alike and looks so much the same. You can't tell the difference. Very few, uh, very few occasions now where you run into individuals, and and you can literally tell that they're a child of the, of the Most High God. And we've gotten away from praying. We've gotten away from consecration. We've gotten away from seeking the face of God. And God is calling us back to the place where we first believed and where we first received him. I preached a message uh, about two years ago uh, from the book of Jude around the third through the fifth verse where Jude was saying we should earnestly contend for the faith that was once delivered unto the saints. Many of times we've tried to throw away uh, these foundational principles saying that they were uh, bondage, and they were this, and they were that. But the Word of God is still the Word of God, black, white, and red all over. The Word of God is going to stand when everything else is falling apart. When the world is on fire, the Word of God is going to stand true. And so this week, God has called us together, and he's called these awesome men and women of God to come together to deposit and to pour into the lives of the people of God exactly what's on the heart and mind of God. And the women of God the past two nights have done an awesome job bringing forth the word. And I know tonight, amen, we're going even higher, amen. And and, and, and I've already asked the Lord to put a demand on the apostolic and the prophetic in the man of God that he would go forth and flow as God would have him to flow, amen. Uh, the last time he came on and ministered, he ministered for us on Fresh Fire Ministries, and uh, tonight, all week long, we have omitted praise reports and testimonies because folks don't want to testify anymore. They want to test the lie and point fingers and things of that nature. So we've even omitted the testimonies and 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 all of the extra because we've came on the line this week uh, just for an encounter with God. We've came to experience God in a real way. We've came to come on this line one way and leave changed and transformed by the renewing of our mind and tonight we've come for no other reason but to literally hear what heaven has to say to us through his manservant on tonight i praise god for him i uh bless god for him accepting the engagement the invitation to come and minister i count him as a brother and a friend a co-laborer in the gospel amen i bless god for true men of god amen that god has on the wall that's going forth to decree and declare the word of god with power with clarity and with authority, and it's an honor and a privilege to have him on the line tonight to deliver the word of God. So I'm going to get out of the way that he will have plenty of time to do whatever it is that God has placed in his spirit on tonight, amen, um, to introduce to some and make known to others God's messenger of the hour all the way from Savannah, Georgia, the pastor of Victory Cathedral of Deliverance. Amen. Chief Apostle, whatever you want to call him, presiding prelate, amen, hallelujah, my friend and brother, God's messenger of the hour, Apostle Kaleeb Sanders, God's people, God's people, Apostle Kaleeb Sanders. God bless you, man of God. God bless you and bless everyone. Um, just thank God for this opportunity. <laughs> uh, we, bless, we bless God for just this opportunity. and <clears throat> We were in our prayer call tonight. And um, I had to hurry up and I had to culminate the call because the spirit of prophecy hit my belly and um, it was birthed in prayer. Um, and um, just just a little testimony before we go into what God gave me. Um, today, 
my phone decided that it wanted to, you know, to die. Um, and I knew that it was a spiritual, it was a spiritual thing because the phone died and would not, it wouldn't respond to a charger. It wouldn't respond to any power. You're going to get it. You're, you're, you're going to get it after a while. It wouldn't respond to power. Um, I even went as far as to purchase a battery for myself and um, to no avail. The Well, actually, excuse me, I didn't purchase a battery. God gave me favor when the lady gave me a free phone battery. Um, and the the phone, it just wouldn't cut on. It was nothing that I could do to make the phone cut on. And um, I was looking at something on, on YouTube, and God gave me a word. And the Lord said, when you develop a momentum that you can prophesy in an environment that is not favorable for the conditions of your word to be made manifest, he said, then I will give you a power. And when I, when I birth this particular level of power and influence in you, I'll cause your manifestation to be the fruit of your faith. So the reason why we have not really tapped into the place in God or tapped into our prophetic destiny is because we are too busy focused on the environment that's not responding to the word that we're speaking. You have to have a level of faith that even if the recipient of the prophecy does not prop, does not receive it, the Bible says prophesy in proportion to your faith. So you have to have a level of faith that that is enough faith to bring the prophetic word to pass. Uh, somebody say that's not scriptural. Yes, it is. Ezekiel chapter 37, the Bible says that Ezekiel was in the valley of dry bones. How much bones did the faith, how much faith did the bones have? Zero. <laughs> they were dead and dry. But Ezekiel had a level of faith. And, and even though the environment was not, uh, uh, was not conducive. Uh, uh, Elijah had a level of faith that even though the forecast said one thing, God used him to create a prophetic forecast and to cause rain to come forth in the midst of a drought. And the Lord began to pose this question to me to convey to the people of God, uh, what season are you in and why are you in it? Because a lot of times, we're, we're the fault for why we are not in the correct posture or position or season with God. Okay, we're going to work this for a second. Um, uh, by, you know, uh, just it was, it was an awesome opportunity to just, to just really pray and to really seek God um, with the people of God, with our ministry. We have prayer twice a day, 530 every morning. Nine o'clock every night. God gave me the vision for a true apostolic church. We're not apostolic by denomination. We're apostolic by experience, because the Bible declares that apostleship does not start with an event. It begins with a legacy. The Word of God declares that Acts chapter two, that on when the day of Pentecost was fully come. Catch this now. It was already the season for Pentecost. But when it was fully come, meaning when the time was fully made manifested, when it was the Kairos moment, when it was a divine appointment, when God had a divine outlet in the heavens, he caused the power 
to be released in the earth. Pentecost was going to happen whether or not the Holy Ghost showed up or not. All the way from the time he delivered them from Egypt up until the time he brought them into Jerusalem to wait for the promise, Pentecost happened. Regardless of whether or not the Holy Ghost ever came, Pentecost was going to happen. And God began to say to some of you, this conference call is going to be a Pentecost. It's going to be an event. But to other people, it's going to be an experience. So um, I pray that you will hear God tonight. I'm going to try to, since it's back to the basics, I'm going to try not to be so theological, but I'm going to say what God says. Uh, we're going to go into vain at, at what God says. Um, also, um, while we're getting First Samuel chapter number one, we're going to deal with that. First Samuel chapter number one, there's something prophetic God wants us to see. But also by way of um, pronouncement, um, I really want to, um, to emphasize that um, there's a book that I am authoring um, called Cold Blue an emergency call back to God. In this book, it is a manual of training for the prophetic. It's also, it also serves as a holistic tool um, of restoration for the entire man, for the entire body of Christ. Um, there, will be, there will be a section that helps you understand your dreams. There will also be another section that says, how do I know whether or not I'm a prophet? Because bishops have, bishops have stipulations. Deacons have stipulations. Even elders have certain stipulations. But you can find no stipulations that says how you're called to the office of a prophet and how to identify that. So um, I, the book deals with all of it. It's a kingdom empowerment tool. It's a kingdom empowerment tool. And as I, as I stated, I am almost completed with the manuscript. So please, ma'am, please, sir. Um, if you would like to sow into that vision or perhaps you would want a copy of the book, um, you can contact uh, Prophet Tom. Uh, you, can con you can contact Prophet Thompson, and he'll make sure, you know, he'll get back in contact with me concerning it. Um, or I'm on Facebook, um, and I'm a really, really, I know that the recording is going forth, so I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to condense my words. Um, I'm really, really no nonsense. So if it's not anything in regards to business, professionalism, or a certain level of ministry, um, I will ask that you please refrain from frivolous conversations. Um, also because of the fact that when ministry goes forth, I labor in ministry and I co-labor with a lot of these awesome people of God, um, like Prophet Thompson, Mother Carter, these awesome generals of the gospel. I co-labor with these people and um, with all due respect and, you know, just bluntly putting it out there, I am not a personal prophet for anyone. So when you do message me, please don't message me trying to pull on me for any type of prophetic word, because if God doesn't release my mouth to say so, I'm not going to speak it. Um, but I really wanted to put that out there, that we're almost done authoring this book um, and also I want to open up. I said that I would announce this everywhere that I go, um, that if you want to partner with Khalid D. Sanders Ministries, there are some awesome things that we have going forth. Um, there are some awesome um, things that, we, that we're working on, a school of the prophets. We're working on that, actually. Um, we're getting ready to fully birth that out. It's called Ambassadors Institute and um, School of the Prophets. And um, we're working on that, and we're also working on leadership school God has given me a special anointing, a governmental anointing 
according to Nehemiah chapter 2, to speak specifically to the heart of leaders. That's the anointing God gave me, to speak specifically to the heart of leaders. So if you would like to partner with my ministry, um, I do extend that opportunity to you. You can ask me how after uh, the call, and I will give you a little bit of information. Um, As of right now, partnership will include, just to give you a brief synopsis of it, it will include um, um, an agreement, a covenant that you make with our ministry. Um, and when you make the covenant with our ministry, it's a financial contribution of either $20, 50 or $100 monthly. Um, there are some things that we're going forth to do because I also have a work that I'm birthing out in the Philippines, and you will very well be making sure that this work comes to pass. So um, uh, once, once the financial contribution um, is received and the covenant is made, then there will be a, a, a monthly prophetic letter that you will receive to your home address um, where I will be communicating directly with you. I will be communicating directly with you. No, I am not your pastor, your prophet, or your apostle, but I am your messenger and your point of contact to let you know that heaven will respond behind you. Okay, First Samuel chapter 1. I think I have burned up about 15 minutes of that. First uh, Samuel chapter number 1. Um, we're going to begin at, mm, let's see. Let's do, we're going to jump around a little bit. Verse 2, and he had two wives. The name of one was Hannah, the name of the other Penina. And Penina had children, but Hannah had no children. Jump to verse 6. And her adversary also provoked her sore for to make her fret because the Lord, catch this, the Lord had shut up her womb. Also going to jump down to verses 18, excuse me, verses 19 and 20. And they rose up in the morning early and worshiped before the Lord and returned and came to their house to Ramah. And Elkanah knew Hannah, his wife, and the Lord remembered her. That's a prophetic word, and he remembered her. Verse 20, wherefore it came to pass, when the time was come about, after Hannah had conceived, that she bare a son, and she called his name Samuel, saying, because I have asked him of the Lord. Okay. So basically what the Lord began to deal with me about today um, specifically is what happens when the prophetic word goes into incubation, meaning what happens when God shuts up heaven and there is no contact with your life. I want to deal with this for a minute, and I want to deal with it for maybe about 10 minutes, and um, then we're going to, you know, we're going to go as God leads, but we want to be mindful of the time. But the Bible says in the, in the first book of Genesis that God, um, after he created the heavens and the earth, the Bible says the earth was without form and void. Darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God declared that the, that the Holy Spirit moved upon the face of the water. God uttered a word through the confinement of faith. That way, when um, Prophet Thompson, when he mentioned Jude chapter um, one verse three, it said, contending for the faith that was once delivered unto the saints. And that word faith in that particular instance does not just mean a system of believing. It means an actual system of existence 
through the word of God. So God stepped out in faith, and the faith that we're contending for is the power of the word. And so when he began to talk about back to the basics, people don't really use the, uh, they don't know how to utilize the power of the blood of Jesus. When he started to talk about Jude chapter 1, verse 3, my spirit leaped because I knew prophetically what God had given unto him. I knew what God was ushering him into. And God also gave me a word for you, but I'm going to deal with that after this. So the Bible says in Jude, the first chapter, verses 3 and 4, it declares that once we contend for the faith, because there were certain men that crept in that were before ordained, of evil. Okay, Genesis states that God said that the earth was without form and void. Darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Holy Spirit moved upon the face of the water. I don't have a whole lot of time to get into this, but it is in my book. Verse 2 talks about three separate worlds in verse 2. There is a period of almost 6,000 years, I believe, between Genesis 1 and 1 and Genesis 1 and 2. Um, and in Genesis 1 and 2, it talks about three separate worlds, a chaotic world, a dysfunctional world, and a restored world in just that one verse. Um, but the power of this is this. Once God stepped out, he created the heavens and the earth. He formed man. He blew into man. So the Bible declares, I want, I want to touch something here before we go into the word. Some of you, you can research this yourself. Remember when the Bible says that God created man, and the Bible talks about male and female created he them? But how could the Bible really speak of that when Eve was not existent yet? Okay, the Bible talks about very quickly, because I know some people, they're going to challenge my theology, but trust me, I study enough to know. The Bible talks about in Isaiah, the 34th chapter, starting at verse 11, it talks about the desert screech owl, the desert screech owl. And when you look it up, her name, it was concealed. Her name was concealed um, beneath beneath the Aramic tongue and the Hebrew tongue, meaning her name was concealed. In so many other words, it was hidden, but her real name was Lilith. And there are commentary that suggests that Lilith was a demonic spirit that was sent to earth to seduce Adam. Uh, before Eve came in the picture, okay, now there are proof of this because remember when the Bible talked about in Genesis the third chapter and, and the Bible says that God told the woman, he said, and I will put enmity. Well, he told the serpent, he said, I'm going to put enmity against your seed and her seed. Well, why would he put enmity against this, the woman's seed and, and her seed? Um, and he said that, and he shall, and your, um, his heel shall bruise your head and, your, and you shall bruise his heel. Um, why would God do that? Unless, of course, there was some foul play that was going forth in the garden at this time. Before Adam and Eve, um, before Adam, the Bible declares, um, really had a son. Because catch this, if, if all that God had done was good and perfect, and the Bible declares that God accepted one son's offering and he rejected the other son, why would God do that? Unless it was a deeper surface meaning. So now here we find that we have two brothers warring against one another. Bible declares that Cain kills Abel. Here comes Seth on the scene. Uh, Seth, they begot uh, a few sons. Noah comes on the scene. Noah has three sons. Word of God declares that Noah has three sons, um, in which one of them is perverted through the lineage of one. Comes a whole legacy, um, a whole legacy of demonic people. Um, through the legacy of one, God uses him to birth out the lineage of what will be Christ. Through the legacy of, I believe it is, 
Shem and Japheth. Uh, Japheth came the legacy and the lineage of Christ. So now we find ourselves, glory to God, we find ourselves um, in 1 Samuel, where the Bible declares that from the time of Genesis up until the time of 1 Samuel, the word of God declares, glory to God, that uh, that here comes uh, Samuel um, through the womb of Hannah. Remember, I told you God said prophetically, I had to lay a foundation for this, God said prophetically, that when you go forth in the spirit, you have to be mindful that you are adhering to everything that God says. Because if you're not following the plan that God has for your life, he will cause heaven to be shut up and you won't have any access to the inner court. Okay, there are dimensions to God. And again, I don't have a lot of time, and I'm I'm going to condense this in a short version, and maybe I'll be able to teach you a little bit more. But there there are dimensions and there are seasons to God. And also in 1 Samuel, it states that around the season where they went to give obeisance to God, the, the, it was an open heaven. The reason they went was because God gave them requests. He answered requests at this particular time. But the Bible declares that there's a man. His name is Elkanah, Elkanah uh, of the tribe of Ephraim. Okay? He comes from the tribe of Ephraim. Everybody know Ephraim. Ephraim, was the, the, um, Ephraim and Manasseh were the two half-tribes. Together they made one. So came from the tribe of Ephraim. Ephraim, um, excuse me, Elkanah has two wives, one named Hannah, the other named Panana. Hannah is a prophetic intercessor, first and foremost. If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray, prophetic intercessor. She is a prefiguration to represent Mary. Catch this. She is a prefiguration to represent Mary the one that gave birth to Christ. Samuel came through Hannah. Even though it was not a virgin birth, he came mm-hmm. through Hannah. The Bible declares that God had shut the heavens up. I want to also make this point. Whenever heaven is shut up, a womb is shut up. Whenever heaven is shut up, a womb is shut up. Whenever heaven is pregnant, when heaven is pregnant, glory to God with a promise, your mother was pregnant with a prophet. Hannah and P- Hannah had an issue with her adversary, Penina. Penina agitated her. But, again, remember when I said you have to be careful with the word of God when you don't have access to God in the manner that you're supposed to because it can be a dangerous thing. Penina did not know that her agitation would put Hannah in a, in a place of refuge, and it would get her the answer that she needed from God. The word of God declares that when Hannah went to pray before God, every, every time Hannah went to pray before God, she took her issues. Penina is harassing me. Commentary suggests that Penina would wake Hannah up every morning and said, Hannah, my children are getting ready for school. Why don't you get yours ready for school? Now, me personally, because I, I, I'm from the projects, you probably won't be able to tell. I'm from the projects. I'm from the hood. Penina wasn't the right one. Okay, Hannah wasn't the right one because if it were me, you know, just saying, <laughs> you, I, I probably would have snapped on her a few times, but thank God that Hannah kept her composure because somebody had to. But the word of God declares that Hannah, uh, she, uh, she would cry 
and she would be sorrowful in spirit so much and to the point where her husband would say, well, I love you more than two sons. Is that not enough? People just don't seem to understand the place that you're in right now. They think that, they think that the problem is really them. In so many other words, they, they, they think that the problem, uh, uh, glory to God, is it, it's, it's a problem um, with them or it's something that revolves around them. Everything has to be about them or they feel like their feelings will be affected. But glory to God, at some point or another, you have to make an intelligent decision. At this point in your life right now, I'm speaking to the heart of leaders, so those that are looking for me to be deep and super wonderful, I'm not going to do that. At this point in your life right now, you need to decipher, are you going to continue to pray about irritating and agitating enemies, or are you going to pray and make God a covenant? Because when you return back to the altar, one of the laws of the altar is this. Every sacrifice that's put on the altar has to be alive. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice. The problem with a living sacrifice and a dead sacrifice is the living sacrifice always crawls off of the altar. God said, in this season, I need you to stay in one place. Hannah is, uh, Penina is provoking you, but I need you to stay planted because I'm about to send the word over Penina's life in the spiritual incubation. She don't even know, but she'll never be anything more than the pastor's water girl. That's why. So, 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 so why are you tripping when they try to carry the pastor's briefcase? Let them do it. You got to understand that God has rejected the word over their life. And the only reason they're upset with you is because there's a word over your life that's not over there. And the Lord said, I told y'all before I prophesied it, I said that God said that this is the season that he, he causes the government to be sanctioned by the church. And, and I'm bringing that word back up. God said that this is a season where your enemies will yield to you. He said, but tell the people of God that I need you to stop bringing your problems to me. I know about your issues. God said that he's, he's beckoning the leaders. Stop preaching out of your feelings. Stop preaching out of your emotions. Stop, stop, stop using Bible scriptures to support what you're saying and call it God. He said that's what the enemy wants you to do. He wants you to become emotional that we can cloud your judgment. God said he needs a pure prophet. He, he said the reason I destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah wasn't so much just because of homosexuality, he said, but I, I destroyed them because I couldn't find someone pure enough to, to continue the prophetic assignment. And that's what God is saying. A lot of people are dying because he can't find any vessels pure enough to contain the prophetic word. Hannah was provoked, and subsequently her womb was shut up by God because heaven was shut up. But when heaven made a release, uh, I heard the prophet say something. He said, we're putting a demand on the apostolic. When heaven was released, when a demand was put on the apostolic and the prophetic anointing, God caused the heavens to be open. And he, when Hannah said, let, let me tell you something, because I'm done with this. When Hannah said, God, I ain't worried about Penina no more, because I understand that Penina is going to be who she is. But if you give me a son, then I'll dedicate my son back to you. God said, okay. Since I don't have any word and heaven is pregnant with a word right now, he says, since you need a son and I need a prophet, let's cut a deal. And God is saying, I hear the spirit of the Lord tell me to ask about three of you. He said, where, he said, where is the something that I need to work with? You have not given me anything to work with. 
You have to give me something. He said, he said I, I called you to 5.30 a.m. prayer, but because it's not popular and, and you don't want to get up early in the morning, you, you, you sleep around in bed. I called you to publish your book to, to be an entrepreneur, um, but because it's uncomfortable to you and you don't have money management and discipline, you decided to subvert the word of God and go about in your own strength. And God is saying that some of you by now should have already launched ministries, but because you stuck under your pastor and you fear their opinions, you stay subject to a man because you feel as if they're blessing you when, when, when in all actuality they're keeping you manipulated and controlled. And God is saying, he said, he said tell the people I need, you, I need them to cut me a deal. I had a whole bunch of notes that I was going to go over, and God said no. He said, teach practicality. He needs some people that are going to cut him a deal. And if we be honest right now, wherever you are, some of us need to lift our hands right now and say, Lord, I repent for complaining. Because you complained and you grumbled and you mumbled through the last season. Instead of embracing your prophetic destiny and the process, you grumbled through it. Hannah had to go through it. She was provoked so every day, year after year. She had to watch her husband lay in the bed with another woman. Come here, Leah. Remember ugly old Leah? Leah was the reject. Leah was the reject that, that, that Jacob worked for, but he really didn't work for. He worked for Rachel. But there's always somebody that's better in your, in your craft than you are. He was a supplanter, but the trickster got got. What happened when the getters got got? <laughs> well, the, the trickster, the trickster uh, had someone that manipulated them. So now you got a man that's dealing with two wives, one that he don't even love. He hates her. But because she's the only one that can give him what he, what he wants, he deals with her. He tolerates her. And God said that some of the people in your life, they're only dealing with you because you can give them what they need. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Even though Rachel was beautiful, she was a pretty face. She had a nice, sexy body. But guess what? She couldn't produce anything. Isn't that the case in the church now? They got nice, lovely gifts, can sing like angels, speak in tongues. They can, or they can roll their tongue the right way. They can do all of this stuff. But yet still, they can't produce anything. But yet still, Leah has four children. Reuben, the first child, meaning surely God has seen. Simeon means surely God has heard my affliction. Uh, the Bible says she had a child named Levi. Levi means now will my husband be joined to me. Some of y'all are trying to take people with you to a level that they're not graced to go to. Yes, sir. You have to release them and you have to let them go free. Then Leah, even Leah had enough sense. Leah was old and she was ugly. And in the Hebrew, her name meant wounded heifer. She was extremely not neat. She was cross-eyed and she was humpback. She was ugly. And the only way that Jacob was able to consummate her marriage, his marriage with her was she had on a heavy veil over her face. But guess what? But guess what, y'all? When, when he consummated the marriage with Leah, Leah had enough sense to know that her husband was never going to love her. But Leah had another son, and she named him Judah. And Judah means, now will I praise God. Judah, Leah was the great, 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 great grandmother of Jesse, who was, who, of Obed, who was the father of Jesse, who was the father of David, who was the father of Solomon. And out of the tribe in the line of Solomon came Jesus Christ. So God said, I want to birth a perfect, he said, I want to birth a perfect anointing out of an ugly situation. He said, but I have to allow you to go through the process. 
Will you, will, will you subject yourself to the persecution is what God is saying, because heaven has a word for you. But God said, tell them, I'm tired of hearing about their problems. He said, when they're ready to cut me a deal, then I will release heaven to them. I'll release heaven. I will cause an anointing to descend upon the people of God. And right where you are, if you are listening to this call, I declare, I declare and I profess that the spirit of the Lord is calling you out of your comfortable place. Get up out those beds at 530 in the morning. Hit, those floor, hit the floor. Go to praying. You want your situation to change, you got to give God something tangible to work with. And I know this might not be the word that you had in mind. And, you know, I know some people might have expected me just to, just to have a, a word overflowing out of the seams like I did before. But I'm not going to do that tonight. I really feel unction to tell the people of God that this is the season that you have to make an intelligent decision. Some of y'all have been contemplating leaving ministries. And guess what? Now, some of y'all, some of y'all, it ain't your season to leave. But others, others, you need to pack your stuff up and get out of Dodge. Because you don't understand, but there is a spiritual death that's waiting on you. Your ministry is suppressed. You're depressed. You don't even like to go to church. It's a struggle for you to put your clothes on Sunday morning. You thinking about going to church, dreading church on Sunday. You dreading church Saturday night. Oh, I know I'm talking to somebody. Come on, sir. You, you, you don't even like the current situation you're in. You're praying and asking God for a car. You're praying and asking God for a house or a job. Your finances are bad, but God gives you money. You don't have wisdom and management. And this brings me to my next point as I come to my close, as I culminate this. It brings me to my next point. The people of God, you're praying for financial breakthroughs and want somebody to prophesy a check in your mailbox. But what you need to do is pray and ask God for favor because without, excuse me, pray and ask God for wisdom. Because without wisdom, it's illegal for God to give you anything. There's a system to heaven. It's a protocol to the anointing. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 10, verse 27, it said, and in that day, the burden will be lifted off of their shoulders. It said, for it is the anointing that every, you know, that destroys the yoke, that every yoke is destroyed. But in that day, the burden will be, what day is that? It's a process. You have to read everything above the 27th verse. We love the quote is the anointing that destroys the yoke, but what's the process to get that yoke-breaking anointing? You have to be willing to subject yourself to public humiliation. People make, excuse me, people making false accounts about you, people talking dirt about you, saying all kind of manner of evil. Are you willing to, to take this to go to your next level? Are you willing? Are you willing to, to undergo this, to get to the next place? And some of y'all, God is pulling on your heart. Prophet Thompson, there's about three people right now that are looking me up on Facebook. I see the cursors. <laughs> looking me up on Facebook. Mm. Looking me up on Facebook. But let me tell you something. As I forestated, 
some of you feel led to connect. And and truth be told, I know this might not be the exact thing that y'all want to hear, but some of y'all, God has told y'all to lose a seed in the man of God's life, and you have not done it yet. There's some people that owe you some seeds, man of God. And they have not done it. They have not released the they have not released their hand to you. God is pulling your heart. You better go to that Western Union or that MoneyGram or whatever the case might be. Now, you know, they done updated. Now they have something called Square. Well, you can take manual payments over the phone, but beside the point, um, the Lord commanded you to lose a seed in his life and you have yet to do it. And he doesn't ask for it, but the Lord told you to do it. And you need to obey God. It's not about money. It's not about this. But God knows that the kingdom needs investment. You don't need God to bless you with another check. You need to ask God to, let me say it like this. We are pack out church for a quiet anniversary, but we won't pack out church. We will not pack out church to get on a Saturday morning for somebody to come in and speak to us about getting our credit clean. Well, Father in heaven, preach in here. We won't do that. But we are going, and we want a prophecy. We want somebody to speak in all these deep and wonderful tongues, but we we won't pack out something that teaches us how to become our own individuals. You don't need a cosigner if you get your credit straight. And you're going to keep on going back to the dealership talking about you going on faith, and they're going to keep on telling you you need a cosigner. You don't need faith. You need credit. You need to put your credit to the level that your faith is, and maybe you won't have that problem. Well, we need to come to a level of accountability. I'm not telling you that you're going to get a house. you got good credit, you can get a house. you got a good job, you got a good job, you can get a car. I'm telling you that God is requiring of you to do something with your life. Get your credit straight. Open up your business. Get your business plan together. Where's your proposal? This is real stuff. Write the book God told you. Okay, I'm done. But is there anybody that needs prayer? I'm going to touch and agree with a few people, and I'm going to turn it into the man of God's hand. Because um, I know that I could have really, I could have really, really went deep. I really wanted to deal with a few things, but God wouldn't let me deal with it. I'm being practical tonight. We're talking about back to the basics, and that's what I did. I went all the way back to the basics. Old school apostolic type, type teaching. That's what you're going to get tonight. Praise the Lord. Is there anybody that desires prayer? Anybody that desires prayer? I really want to touch and agree with you. Hallelujah. Anybody that desires prayer? Are their lines muted, man of God, or everybody's unmuted? They're unmuted. They can speak whenever they're ready. Okay. Well, I would like prayer. This is Sister John. Excuse me, I didn't hear your name. That's Pastor Vicki Jones asking for prayer. Pastor Vicki Jones? Mm-hmm. Okay. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this woman of God. Lord, I declare, I declare and I decree and I profess, oh, God, that you're causing her ministry to go forth. God, I decree and I declare that every hindrance, every witch, oh, God, that's sent on assignment to hold up the move of God, even those that are speaking negatively about her and have their and have her names in their mouth, have her name in their mouth, Lord, I decree and I declare that your wire in the mouth of the enemy shut. 
Father, I declare that you're causing a ministry to excel in power and in strength and in demonstration of your word. Father, I pray that there's an apostolic anointing that you will birth upon her. God, that when she comes forth in this hour, that she will speak the oracles of you. Lord, I decree and I declare that you're opening up another level of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to her. Lord, I, I pray, oh God, that you will cause her to go forth. In the name of Jesus, let it, God, I pray that you will tap the untapped potential in her spirit. In Jesus' name, I do pray. Amen. Uh, listen, Pastor Jones, what state are you from? Dallas, Texas. You're from Dallas, Texas. I yeah. really want to connect with your ministry. I want to connect with your ministry. This is for the purpose of prayer. Just just simple. Just just prayer. I want to connect with your ministry. And if you do not mind, if it if you feel led of the Lord, I want to covenant with you at least one day a week to meet to meet on a phone line or if you know, we can meet on our, on my conference line if you're not comfortable, you know, with giving your number. We can meet on my conference line, just me and you. I really want to pray with you every week and you and your ministry. I want us to pray together. Um and the reason why is because I see what God is trying to do for you and I wanna be a part of helping to birth your vision. This is no ulterior motives. This is no strings attached. I have credibility. People can attest for me, so they can testify for me. I really want to connect with you. I want to connect with you in purpose to push your ministry, if that's okay with you. That's okay. Amen. Uh, Is there anybody else that desires prayer? Yes. Hello? Yes. I would like prayer because I've been going through a lot lately, and I'm battling a lot of spiritual attack, and I was wondering if you can agree with me in prayer for God to deliver me from what I'm going through. And you're an, are you an evangelist? No. Prophetess? No. A pastor? Just saying? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, this was only for pastors? No, I'm asking. Are you a pastor or are you just a saint? Just a saint. Okay, because there's an anointing that's on your life. And I heard the Lord I, I heard the Lord profess to me that you were an evangelist. I heard God say that. I heard that. And the reason why your attacks and the warfare that you're experiencing is so heavy is because God is really trying to birth. There is a, I see a lot of young women that will follow you, a lot of young women. And you're going to begin to do different things, even now, even just being a sister in the church. You're going to begin to do things, and young women are going to follow you. You are a role model to them. And you're going through a lot of spiritual attacks because of who you have to release from bondage. And I'm going to touch and agree with you because I know that God is doing something for you supernaturally, and I believe, God, that he's going to move in a way for you that's going to be astronomical. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, I thank you for my sister. God, I pray that you will uh, that you will proper up on every lean inside. Renew the right spirit within her. Lord, I pray that, God, you will cause her to go forth in the name of Jesus. God, I pray that you will make this weight, make this burden easy for her. Lord, I decree and I declare, God, that you're causing her, oh, God, to come out 
with the victory. Lord, I come against everything that will curse her, and we bless everything that bless her. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you will cover under your blood. Suffer no hurt, harm, or danger to come away. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that you will cause angelic hosts, O oh God, to be her reinforcement. Lord, I pray that you will begin to shift some things, O oh God, and that you will begin to move some things, and that you will begin, O oh God, to stir some stuff up in her favor. Get, O oh God, anoint some people with some answers for her in this season. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I decree and declare that her finances are getting better. Lord, I decree and declare, God, that you're moving her into a state of her own. In Jesus' name, I do pray this prayer. Amen. Woman of God, do you live alone? Do you have your own place? No, I live with my family. Yeah, I see you moving into your own place. That's why I, I see an apartment. Yeah. I see an apartment. I see you moving into an apartment. Um, I'm not saying that staying with your family is not good, but you need a break. Yeah. You need a break, and right now you're you're mentally confused, frustrated, agitated. You don't have any privacy. People in your business, they're trying to tell you what to do, trying to run your life. You don't need that. You don't need that. God is trying. God is going to call you into your own. God is going to call you into your own, saith the Spirit of God. And I don't know, but I see, I see keys being put in your hand for an apartment. Even in Jesus' name. I see keys being put into your hand with an apartment. Have you been looking? No, not really. Yes, it's time for you to get out. Step out on faith. I know that I, I know the warfare has been heavy. And um, I know sometimes you're looking at what you don't have, but step out on faith. Because I, e- I was even thinking about joining the military to fix my finances. I don't know. Mm-mm. No. The military would not be it for you. Do Do you have administrative skills? You speak really well. I know that you're intelligent. I know that you're intelligent. Um, you you seem like you would do you would do well with an administrative position. Like, um, I see you in business. I see you. I see you in business, and that's why I said, uh, no, the military is not the call of God for your life. Mm-mm. You're gonna go forth, and God is gonna bless you. But I know that you've really been seeking direction about where to go. But God said military. No, no. You ain't going to no military. That's not the will of God for you. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's not the will of God for your life. Not at this point. Um, could be in the future. But right now, not at this point. I don't know. Um, I see the month October. I see the month October. Um and I decree and declare, I believe that by the month of October, God is going to give you a complete restoration, not giving you back some stuff or giving you some stuff and, and, and leaving you without other stuff. I believe that this is your season of complete restoration. Thank you, Jesus. I believe that this is your season of complete restoration. It's going to be fine. And I'm, I'm going to be definitely praying. What's your name? My name is Michelle. Michelle. I'm going to be praying for you. Um, I believe it or not, I tell you not a lie. All these prophets on this line, they can call me out if I'm lying. The Lord has been giving me, uh, the Lord has given me your name for the last few weeks, for the last few months on and off. I kept hearing Michelle. 
I kept hearing Michelle, and I never knew what it meant or who it was, but I kept hearing Michelle. But I have been, I, and, I, and my spirit man has really, you know, kind of been praying for Michelle. So even when I didn't know who you were, God has really been having me to pray for you. So I'm going to be praying for you, woman of God, and I believe that God is going to give you an instant turnaround. And I believe that by the month of October, there's going to be some mighty things that's going to transpire in your life. In Jesus' name. Thank you, man. Bless you. Uh, anybody else prayer? Really, anyone else? There was one trying to yeah. speak up. Providence Maisha, are you still there? Yes, I'm still here. Go ahead, please. Oh, God bless you, woman of God. Um, God you, you desire prayer? Yes, I do desire prayer. Um, I would like to have prayer agreements agreeance with um, the sale of a home. Oh, bless the Lord. You're trying to sell your home. I am. If, if I wasn't so far away, I'd buy. <laughs> 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 We're going to pray for that in Jesus' name. Um, do you have rental property? No, I don't. I have a mind to, but no, I don't. I see rental property. I see rental property. I see you managing some some properties. I do for my uh, mom. My mom owns quite a few properties, and I do help her manage them. I do. Wow. Mm. Wow. I saw you, you know, with, with rental property and managing properties, and the Lord began to deal with me even concerning you. I believe that there is – I have to get your information. I don't never do this. Mm-hmm. Lord knows I don't. Prophet Thompson to say I'd never do this. Mm-hmm. I got to get your information because the Lord dealt with me about getting you here for something that we have with our women. There is a mighty anointing upon you. Yes, God. There's a mighty anointing upon you. And the enemy wants to hold up not only youth. It's not really so much as the home that's the holder. The enemy wants to interrupt the process of your life. Because if he can keep you laden and burdened with the responsibility of something that you really don't want, then he knows that you won't be as effective as you need to be because there is a global ministry in your belly. Mm. <laughs> there, is a glo- there is a global anointing that's in your belly. God is calling for, I'm, I'm talking about woman of God, I see, it's like I see a oil, a river of oil running from your belly. You are, your anointing is rare. Your anointing is rare. And the reason why your anointing is rare, God said to tell you, I've given you an anointing as of Daniel. You are a prophetess. You are prophetess of administration. You will be prophetic in the business world. But I see you with rental properties, and I'm declaring, and better yet, I'm not going to mm-hmm. pray it. I'm not going to pray about it. I am going to prophesy mm-hmm. that God is going to cause your house to go on the market for which you want to sell it for, and that there will be no negotiations. The buyer will buy for which you want to sell it for. Mm-hmm. Thank you, God. I, dec- I prophesy, I declare it, and I decree it that God has already sold your house. And God, I stamp, I stamp it in the spirit. I declare that it's sold. Yes, God. Yes, Jesus. Thank yes. you, Lord God. 
I don't know if this is this home or if this is a rental property, but I see a nice brick home. It's like three bath. It's like three bedrooms. <laughs> That's another uh, home I just looked at. Yeah, I see three bedrooms. It's like three bedrooms. Mm-hmm. Three bedrooms in this particular home, mm-hmm. and it's a it's, it's a really nice home. Are you looking to buy this home or get this home? I'm looking to sell my home and buy this home that I see okay. as a three bedroom. Okay, you're looking to sell your home and buy sell your home buy this. I see you in that house, so God has mm-hmm. already given it to you. So that means that your house is already sold. Because he wouldn't give me the type of house and how many bedrooms now. (laughs) You know, your house is already. Walk in your anointing, woman of God, because your anointing is going to draw and it's going to grab. I'm telling y'all, this is a different prophetic that's on me, but I feel this thing. Your anointing is about about to draw. And the Lord told me to tell you that your ministry is about to, I'm telling you, you're about to burst. You're about to burst some stuff. Have you already prepared a, like a prophetic conference or a women's conference or something like that? No, I've never. I've I see never you putting prepared. together some type of conference. It's like I see a lot of women, but then I see in it, I see it being somewhere vain and, and, and prophetic. I see you, it's like I see you telling the women, this is the spiritual side of spirituality, but this is this is what you need. It's like you're giving them tools to straighten their lives out. Mm. You're giving them tools. You are empowering a generation of women. And even men, God is going to cause you, a lot of men will follow your ministry. Jesus. A lot of men will follow your ministry. God is calling you forth in this hour, and I'm declaring and professing that the anointing that's on you, it is unstoppable and it is unbreakable. Yes, your home is yes, going to sell. Thank you, Jesus. Your home is going to sell, and you're going to buy that three-bedroom. Thank you, Jesus. You're going to buy Thank it. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' Thank name, Jesus. glory be to God. Amen. And um, Amen. I don't know, and I'm also going to prophesy this. I, I don't know your mom, and I don't know you, but the Lord also told me to speak this to you. I'm professing that the rental properties that your mother has, Everyone will pay their rent on time. I know that sounds crazy. I don't even know what that means. But I'm declaring <laughs> that the people will pay their rent, and you don't have to harass them about Jesus, it. Jesus, amen. <laughs> and there's one person in particular I see that's, that's seeming to always be late. Mm. But God said that I'm, I'm professing that they're going to be on time. Amen. And the amen. Lord told me to tell you that, there is one person that you have to be careful is going to happen. There's one person that's going to try to undermine y'all and move out the house without paying you your money. Mm-hmm. Watch them. Watch them. Watch them and, and be careful because if you don't, if you don't do this the right way, because God going to give you the wisdom on how to do it, but if you don't do this the right way, then they might not, you, you're going to get some money, but they might not pay you all of what you deserve or all of what's due to you. So watch as well as pray with this. But ultimately, I'm professing that all these people pay their rent on time because y'all got stuff y'all got to do. Amen. And the property Amen. taxes on them homes and them houses and all that stuff is not cheap. And I'm praying okay. that these people pay their rent, their stuff on time because at the end of the year, all this stuff has to be in place. Amen. Amen. In Amen. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Bless you, woman of God. 
Anybody Thank else? You. I got a few more minutes. I hear what you want prayer for, but I'm going to pray for something different. I'm going to pray that the anointing that the Lord has placed in your belly will come forth and it will maneuver you in a deeper focus, understanding, and that will bring you clarity. Because I hear the Lord say that when you really understand the real potential that's in your belly, it will cause you to stumble in your it will cause you to stumble in and operate in your purpose. And there is, let me tell you, woman of God, I'm not gonna tell you no lie. There is such an anointing of business that's upon you, and you are operating in about thirty percent of the hundred percent that God has put in you. And I pray that the Lord will cause you to move in the fullness of your anointing, that it will cause you to step into understanding, clarity, and focus because there is a great anointing that's upon your life, and it's a different anointing, and there is such a strong call to pray. To, uh, you're such a, is, I hear the Lord call you a prophetic intercessor, a prophetic intercessor to stand upon the walls and to really utter the prayers of God, to stand on the watch, a watchman, a seer, to really speak with us saith the Lord through prayer. But I'm going to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this awesome moment of God. Lord, I pray that you will give her uh, greater understanding, greater clarity, greater focus. Lord, that you will cause her to operate in the fullness of her anointing. Oh, God, Father, I pray that you will unlock, that you will unlock the prophet, that you will unlock the seer. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus that's locked up in her belly, Lord, I pray that you will cause her spiritual womb to come out of incubation. I, I decree and declare that the word that heaven is pregnant with, God, that you will give it to this woman of God. Lord, that she might be able to effectively decipher and interpret and distribute the word to the body of Christ. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that you will cause her to operate in a multidimensional anointing. God, that you will cause her to go unhindered and untouched. In the name of Jesus, I come against the warfare that she's up against. I come against the distractions that's trying to steal her focus. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray that you will manifest your total will in her life, O oh God, and that she will come into our ultimate season of divine recovery. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you so much. God bless you. God bless you. Prayer request. I think there was a gentleman next. That was Prophet Larry. Prophet Larry. Hey, how you doing, sir? I'm all right, man of God. How are you? Pretty good. I just need prayer for strength. And I also need prayer for a home, and um, um, and I'm looking into another career. But I just need mainly prayer for strength in a home. Amen. And, um, Let me ask you this question, man of God: Have you switched churches recently? No, um, I went into ministry, and I was part of a church, but that was like four to five years ago. But I've been. Oh. In, 
Uh, so you said you went into because your phone is kind of just. I'm having a little bit of difficulty understanding. You said your um you try you you start you went into ministry as a pastor. Yes, about I said a year ago. I went in. a year ago. Okay, and did you and you came from a ministry before that? Yes, I came from a ministry. Uh, say about four years ago, three to four years ago. Three or four years. Yes. And did they receive you leaving well? Well, what happened, it was it was like they went their own way. They stopped having service. They stopped having mm-hmm. church. So I went mm-hmm. into another ministry, and they didn't fulfill promise. I was there like two or three months, and I kind of just left. Uh, but I just, I just left. I didn't make no commitments to them. So I just decided to go in ministry on my own. Okay, because the the reason I ask is the Lord allowed me to see where there was a word curse that was spoken over you. There was a word curse that was spoken over you. And God says to tell you that he's going to cause you to outlive the lie. He's going he's going to cause you out because some people have and people have reservations about your anointing, but you are God's anointed. You are God's anointed. And if you don't mind, I want to, um, I know, let me tell you, I don't pull people connections because Lord knows I don't, but um, I want to come in agreement with your ministry. As I stated with Pastor Jones, I want to come in agreement with your ministry as well, if that's okay with you. Um, I feel as if there is something more that God wants to unlock in you. Thank you, Jesus. I feel like there's something more. There is a deeper prophetic that God really wants to unlock in your belly is really deep. Uh, Father, I pray for this man of God. Lord, I decree and I declare, God, that you will not only give him a home, but, God, that you will give him something that he wants to live in. God, I decree and declare that you will not cause him to settle for the median, but, God, that you will cause him, oh, God, to live in luxury and in a lavish lifestyle, God. I declare, God, if it's not in your will for him to work this career, but that you will switch it. Oh, God, in your divine time, and I decree and declare, God, that you, oh, God, will let him go unhindered. Oh, God, that you will let him go untouched. God, that you will let, that you will perform a private miracle for him. Lord, I decree and I declare, God, that you will begin to move in his life like never before. Lord, I curse everything that will come up against him. And the ill-spoken workers, I command that it fall to the ground in the name of Jesus, God, that he will come forth. I pray for his finances, that it will increase. Lord, I pray, O oh God, that you will not, O oh God, allow this burden to be heavy and, and strenuous upon him. God, but that, God, that you will cause, O oh God, him to bear this burden with ease in the name of Jesus. Lord, Lord, let his vision come to pass. O oh God, Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you will give him strategy in the name of Jesus, that you will give him marketing strategy for his ministry. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Anybody else? I don't want to miss nobody. All right. Lovely. Everybody. That's everybody. Prophet Thompson, the Lord gave me a word for you um, before we close. Um, The Lord told me while I was in prayer um, that there was an apostolic anointing that rests upon you. There is an apostolic, there's an anointing of the apostolic that rests upon you and in your mouth and in your belly. And you're going to experience major and massive warfare 
because of this particular call that's upon your life. And from the age of three years old up until present day, glory to God, he said that my hand has been on you in a way that not only have I anointed you as a seer and I've called you as a seer, God said, but I chose you from the mother's womb to be called an apostle. He said, I called you forth, glory be to God, to have governmental anointing, to have establishmentarian anointing. He said, I called you to cover and shield and protect, and not only that, but to be a shepherd to my people. And I hear the Spirit of the Lord tell me to say, he said, to tell you that every battle and every spirit of rejection and insecurity that has come against your ministry, the Lord said to tell you that it's going to fall to the ground, and you're going to prove the naysayers wrong. He said, and to tell you that your ministry is going, to go, is going to go further than this conference line. Hmm. Your ministry <laughs> is going to go further than this conference line because there is a warrior in you. And if people knew the real sacrifice for ministry that you've made, Hmm. There's sacrifice in the personal and pro- the personal warfares and demonic spirits and 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 weird feelings and uh, almost thinking that you're crazy at times because you think you see stuff that you know is not really there, but then again you know you're not crazy. Is is a lot of different warfare, astral projections and and things that you think that you see that that's not really there, but then again they are there. The Lord told me to tell you, he said to tell you that this is your acceptable season, and he's calling you forth. Hmm. There is an apostle that's locked up in your belly. There Hmm. is an apostle that's locked up in you, and God is going to cause your womb to give forth. He's going to cause your your spiritual womb to produce fruit in this season. Hmm. And this fruit is going to be meat. It's going to be meat for the master's use. He is going to cause you to sit in the presence of all of your enemies because you got some enemies in West Virginia. He's going to cause you to sit in the presence of all of them. And he's going, and God told me to tell you also, he said to tell you that I don't know if this is this year's conference or next year's conference, but I see a conference being massive. I'm talking about going to this. I'm talking about this thing going global. People flying from all over the country. Mm. And the Lord says that the vision I promised Mm. you, I'm going to make manifest to you. Mm. And if I be a man of God, you're going to see it come to pass, and it's going to be unhindered, and it's going to be flawless. It's going to be untouched. You're going to go forth in the power of God. You're going to go forth in the power of God. The Lord is going to cause this thing to happen. Is great provision. God is going, and I have to testify because this man of God spoke some stuff into my life um, concerning a church and some land and some different things like that. And we just recently transitioned our ministry, glory be to God, and we we got the facility as well as the land that goes with it, glory be to God. And while I realize that this ain't even the tip of the bucket. But thank God, it just lets you know that it's a small portion of the prophetic word that God used him um, to uh, use him to speak. <clears throat> so um, that's all that I have. Um, I'm closing that out. But I just want to remind everyone, um, I want to extend the opportunity again. If you would like my book, you can get in contact with Prophet Thompson. And he will in turn get in contact with me, or you know some of some people have already begun to look me up on Facebook. So if um you look hmm. me up on Facebook, um 
uh, and you want a copy of the book, please let me know. Or if you want to partner with our ministry. Again, mm-hmm. I just wanted to explain about two minutes about what it's about. Amen. We are endeavoring. Um, there is a mission that I have. I cover, let me see, what I cover 20, maybe 24 churches across seas in the Philippines. I cover 20-something churches there. Um, and we have missions that we are looking to go over there um, as well as complete some stuff in the Americas. There is a project that I have called the Keisha Project um, in reference to a 30-year-old young lady that has six children, three of which were men, three of which were, three of which were boys, three girls. Um, and she was a great psalmist, great dancer, um, great, great vocalist. She was beautiful, very talented. But she, everyone loved her so much to the point where she was able, glory to God, to, to fool them about her struggles, and she secretly wrestled with a substance abuse problem um, so much she was drowning in life, and eventually that substance abuse problem caused her her life. Um, so we, are, we're, we have a project that we're dedicating towards, um, towards this young lady um, that we can save more young people like her. And this young lady, again, has six children, um, when she passed, the eldest was 13, and the youngest was one at the time. So she died young at the age of 30 years old. And this conveniently, I'm not going to say conveniently, but for your information, um, for your knowledge, this was my mother. So we're trying to help other people, other young women that are in the same position, other young men that are in this position, that, um, to, to you know, we, we're trying to help them. Um, and to really birth some things out of them and to get them off of crack and, and out of these things. But we need your help. There are things that we are looking to do, projects that we are looking to do. Um, so we have an option of $20 sponsorship, $50 sponsorship, $100 sponsorship, or whatever you want to sponsor. Um, it's just a one-time com- is a one a once-a-month commitment unless you commit to a bi-monthly plan, a once-a-month commitment of whatever you choose, glory to God, to help us further the kingdom of God. So if you're interested in it, you can let me know. Um, I guess really uh, you can let me know um, right now while we have a few minutes or um, or just Facebook me or inbox me. Bless the Lord. But other than that, that's all that I have back in your hands, prophet. My God, my God, my God. <laughs> Hmm. What a word, what a word, what a word. Hmm. My God. Yes. <laughs> yes my yes, God, yes. my God, my God. You got your word. Mother Carter, I'm going to need you stay in your corner. Lord, have mercy. Mm. Jesus. Mm-mm-mm. mm 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 I don't even know what to say. Apostle Thomas, I'm lost. <laughs> well, I, I I am I'm in my corner and I'm like Jesus. Hmm. Because you know no nobody knows um hmm. 
My God. And 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 even some of the things you said tonight are so much confirmation. And I had to laugh when you said that I had haters in West Virginia because the first person that told me that was Apostle Sandra Thomas. <laughs> and I got so tickled. And I said, Lord, here we go again, like I didn't already know that. But, you know, in spite of it all, I still give God glory. I still give God praise. I still, I'm just in awe at the goodness of God. If if you only knew the metamorphosis I've been going through and the things that I've been coming up against and some things, even the last time we talked, some things I hadn't even told you. So Some things that I've dealt with I haven't even told anybody. And I'm just sitting over here like, Jesus, this man don't know nothing. And I had just told a friend of mine, I was going back and forth inboxing her on Facebook because she was just like, mm-mm-mm, wow. And, and she was talking about that, how you was all in her business during during the message. And, and I was like, he'd be all in the prophetic. It's scary. Make you want to run. And then the things you said to me, no one knows uh, some of the things that I've been coming up against even the past few days. And even preparing for this crusade and 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 things that I've been coming up against, uh, even with this year's crusade, I'm like, you 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 know what, God, I'm just gonna I'm gonna stand until <laughs> I'm gonna stand until I see the victory, because I know I know what God has said, I know what God has shown me, I know the assignment that God has assigned to my hands, and many of times. The enemy, hallelujah, many of times the enemy wants us to fold. Many of times the enemy wants us to crumble and back down and give up and give in and say what we not go do. Hmm. But see, he's got the right one because I'm determined. Hmm. I'm determined that regardless of what comes or what goes, I'm still going to press. I'm still going to fight. I'm still going to persevere. Had even been trying to reach out to some folk this weekend. It seemed like they just kept pushing me off. Well, I'm tired, and I don't want to talk. And I'm just like, you know what, God, that's all right, because I'm still going to fight. I'm still going to press. I'm still going to push past what I can't see right now. And I'm going to trust you regardless of what it looks like. Regardless of regardless of what I'm coming up against, and know that the battle don't belong to me, but the battle belongs to the Lord. So I'm grateful to God for the word that you spoke because you knew nothing. You knew nothing. And I'm telling you, my God from Zion, I bless God because God knows just how, just when, and just who to use to confirm his word. And I'm grateful to God to know for a surety 
that I'm in his will. Because one thing I, I, I one, one thing I've come to understand and realize is that if the enemy wasn't fighting as strong as he was, then then I would have to wonder if he already had me. Oh my God. That's the problem with the saints of God now. When the enemy comes in like a flood, we don't understand and we're not prepared and we're not equipped to know that he's coming. But if the enemy's not fighting you, then you better question and wonder if he's already got you. But I'm grateful to God to know that I have a God that sits high and looks low. And that he's got me on his mind. And that he will come through every single solitary time. I give him glory. I give him praise. The the word of God was awesome. The word of God was just wow. The prophetic was wow. My cell phone was blowing up after you prophesied the folk. Oh my God, he's so in the vein. Oh my God. Just oh my God, people just blown away because they've they've never seen a prophet in this magnitude in so long. Somebody somebody that's that's real and in the vein and on point. And I bless God for you tonight. I bless God for kingdom minded people, kingdom minded connections. A lot of folk, as I told you. Uh, last week talking to you, a lot of folk I've cut loose and let go because I don't have time for foolishness. I don't have time for the games and the drama. I don't have time for the extra because I refuse to go to hell over you. I refuse to miss my destiny and my purpose. And then another thing is, um, if I may, um, there's enough pastors and leaders and apostles and prophets and all of these different people on this line, it's enough of us that we can get together and we can support one another. I'm not above fellowshipping with people. It is not about whether or not I'm going to preach or I'm going to prophesy or speak at all. It's enough of us to support each other's ministry. Um, and, and and that's what I feel. I feel like with, with Pastor Jones, she's in Texas. Um, I, I heard you name another apostle, a female apostle that's online. Um, wherever she's stationed, I mean, uh, it, it's a few people of God. It's, it's people of God online. I don't exactly know how many, but it's people of God online, and I just feel as if um, there's enough people that we can effectively support one another, and and it just be without all of these different strings attached and and these politics and these. Um, because let me tell y'all something. I made up in my mind. A long time ago, a long time ago, I made up in my mind uh, some odd about maybe six years ago so that I would not sleep with anyone for any engagement to preach. It's not that kind of party. It's not that kind of, and you get what I'm saying? And I thank God for kingdom-minded people because this is not not those type of connections. We don't have to do that. All we have to do is link up in the spirit, and God will honor that. My he honors that, and he honors the word of his chosen people. And I just feel as if for those of you that are compromising your integrity, your, your, and it's not so much that you're selling your body, but the Holy Ghost said you're selling yourself. 
You're selling yourself short because you feel like you need it and because people have it. You, you, you package the message a certain way to get what you want from people. And God said, he said, stop selling yourself. Well, Stop telling yourself you're better than that. Stop selling yourself short. You don't have to beg anybody to give to you. And guess what? You don't have to give somebody no sad guilt trip. That way they'll feel convicted and give to you. That's manipulation. Come on, Zion. You don't have to do that. Come on, come on, children of God. You look at a woman that sells her body in the street. You look at her with disdain, and you look at her uh, uh, like she's a half of a person. But you're selling yourself through your mentality, and you don't find a problem with it? No, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. Pastors, leaders, you don't have to kiss anybody's behind to get along with them. That's it. No. Amen. No, you don't have to do that. You don't have, and guess what? And if that means that all of West Virginia hates you, then guess what? All of West Virginia, you want to know what? This is my new model, and I'm going to tell you all this. I don't care, and I really have no concern with whether or not everybody in Georgia hate me because by the end of the summer, I'm trying to figure out how I can get South Carolina, West Virginia, or New York, and California to hate me too. I got well. bigger fish to fry. <laughs> Got time to be fooling around. I ain't got time to fool around with people. These backroom shade tree prophets and people. No, we need some real people. All these awesome people on. All these awesome people online, and we can't get together and form some type of. Con- Why we got to have holy convocation with our organization? Why we can't have one together? Gathering all the churches. Who well, is in charge? Nobody. Who's gonna be the chief apostle? Nobody. We're governed by the spirit. We make a decision unanimously amongst all the leaders. Come on now, we can do better. But anyway, so I just had to say that. That thing hit my spirit. Well, my God from Zion. Two and a half. It sure is. What a word. What a word. Bless the name of Jesus. We thank God for you once again, Apostle. Lord, have mercy. Mm, mm, mm. I bless God for you at all times. What a mighty God we serve. Mighty God we serve. Lord have mercy. Um, hmm. I'm going to open the floor for uh, remarks and encouraging words for the man of God, Lord Jesus. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, Let me see here. Apostle Sandra Thomas, do you have any words tonight, woman of God? Man of God, I, I really um, said I got in late tonight, but nevertheless determined to make the connection. And uh, I love you guys, and oh, my God, I didn't hear the message. But uh, I heard. Well, I'll get that to you along with last night. <laughs> I so appreciate it, and I desire it. And as I was listening to the man of God minister to God's people, in the mind, and and I'm not being facetious, and it's not to go back to the to the night of uh, when I ministered, but the Holy Spirit brought to my mind. He said, "You you opened this revival by my guidance, talking about stirring up the gift." Mm-hmm. He said, "That's what the prophet is doing." 
And to everyone that I heard him minister to, he talked about what was already in you. Well, and he said over and over again, he said, it's laying dormant in your belly. And Lord have mercy, I was just sitting over here, y'all, going, if God don't bring a thing to a completion and inclusive in the sense of being unified and one. And I was like, Lord, he is doing what the Apostle Paul talked to Timothy about. He said, it's in you. Now, I'm, I want to stir up that gift. So I'm just blessed. Uh, that's what I heard. That's what the Spirit of the Lord said. And just awesome. That's all I can say. Just awesome. Whenever we yield to the Spirit of God, it is always going to be awesome. So I yes, thank Lord. God for the mind of God. And as he shared, you know, if you don't invite me to your party, I can start my own. Well, I know you're right. Now, that's what I heard the man of God just say. And I was like, amen, somebody. I mean, you know, and, and I love God's people, and, 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 and I've had to walk away from some. But nevertheless, uh, God taught me walk away in love. And, and, and you know what? We, we don't have to depend or lean on the arm of flesh. God will give us. Uh, uh, a way to go and a way to do because it's all about him. So I, I, all I have to say is amen, amen. And truly I enjoyed him ministering and stirring up the gift in the people of God on this land tonight. God mm-hmm. bless you. God bless you, Apostle. Amen. We have uh, four different callers from uh, West Virginia, do any of you have any words for Apostle uh, Sanders? There's four of you from West Virginia. Do, do any of you have any words? Now, I know one is Minister Tara, and she don't talk that often, but there's three other West Virginians. Do either of you have any, um, any words? And can I say something just to those from West Virginia? One yes, line, sir. ten seconds. Yes, sir. Bishop T.D. Jake started in West Virginia, too, and now he's in Dallas. You take that prophecy and you go with it. <laughs> well. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. <laughs> um, was someone trying to speak? Okay, some I thought someone was speaking, but someone was laughing. Okay, um, let's see here. Uh, let me see, Pastor Carter, you you have any words, Mother? Just going to say awesome, awesome, awesome word. Enjoy you, always enjoy you. Enjoy you the first time I heard you. Enjoy you tonight. Powerful word, powerful word. Let God continue to use you. Let God continue to use your apostle. Be blessed. Amen. Amen. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Pastor Jones. Bring your phone off mute. 
You know I have a new phone and I have a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> Lord have mercy. But I really enjoyed what I heard. I really enjoyed it. And let the man of God know that I will connect through you, Prophet BK. Yes, God ma'am. Bless. God bless. Amen. Uh, let's see here. Texas, is that Minister Carolyn? Or whoever Texas is, uh, you have words? God bless you. I'm sorry. I was kind of going through the house to look for something I misplaced. Uh, but that was a powerful word that has been spoken on the line. Uh, it's all for our good, and it's to help us to become better, and it molds us. Sometimes it's just like a cut on you to take it, but the word has to be delivered. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Uh, let's see here. New York, do you have any words? North Carolina. Hello. Hello. Hi. Um, yes, I was just like to say that that was an amazing word. Um, I had actually um, have been asking God also, you know, what what I was uh, really, you know, who was I? And um, I used to tell people that I was a watchman, a seer. And that, you know, my prayers really worked, but people used to make fun of me. So I kind of forgot all about it. And here you are telling me that I'm a watchman, seer, and intercessor. So uh, God bless you for that word. And thank you for confirming, reconfirming who I am, making me remember my position and uh, so that I can take my rightful place. Thank you so much, and God bless you. I hope you're blessed for the rest of your life. God bless. Bye. Amen, amen. Prophet uh, Honora? Yes, sir. Now speak up. We can't hear you. Praise the Lord. Uh, Amen. Now we can hear you. (laughs) Amen. I just want to tell the man of God to just continue to be blessed and be strong and courageous in the Lord. And um, that's that's what we need, you know. We need, we need, Help me, Holy Ghost. We need that. You know, uh, we, we hear so much on TV, so much in the atmosphere, but in the last days, and we need the anointing, the words that he, you know, God bless him to give unto us. And I'm just so blessed, and I just tell him to keep on keeping on, and, and I pray uh, many blessings that God will open up new doors, and, and he has no wants in this lifetime. Uh, be blessed. Thank you. Amen, amen, amen. Um, We bless God for all of you tonight, for the word of God. Once again, coming through Apostle um, Sanders, this week has been an awesome week. Um, All week long, God has just showed himself mighty, showed himself uh, strong. Amen. Every round goes higher and higher. 
Amen. I told the people on Tuesday night, amen, Apostle Thomas came in and she just laid the foundation. Amen. Minister Teresa came in and she built onto the foundation. Apostle Sanders came in tonight and he just added a little bit more to the foundation. And tomorrow night we're going to, amen, put the roof on and complete. Hallelujah, the project, amen, that God has uh, had us here for this week, amen. We've had awesome turnouts all week long, amen. Um, God is just doing some awesome things, and we're grateful to God for everything that he has done, for everything he's doing. I'm just speechless. I'm in awe, amen, at the move of God and everything that God is doing. I just, mm, I bless him, and I give him praise. Because um, had it not been for him, I truly don't know where I would be, but I'm grateful to God to know, amen, um, that God still has us on his mind, amen, and that he is um, leaning in our direction and that he's moving by his power and and by his spirit. Um, Minister Tara Smith um, had uh, sent a message and wanted to let you know that she also enjoyed the word tonight, Apostle uh, Sanders. And so we bless God um, for you once again. We bless God for uh, the word of God. Amen. Um, I'm just full tonight. I'm just full. Just full. Just, just, just wow. But I give God praise. I give God glory. And I give God honor on tonight because truly he's a wonder in our souls. Um. As I forestated tomorrow night, we will be back for the conclusion of the whole matter, amen, the the fourth and final night of the Back to the Basics revival. Um, Mother Carter, are you preaching tomorrow at noon? Uh, no, uh, my son Reggie and uh, uh, my daughter-in-law are going to be ministering from uh Savannah, Georgia. Okay, so you're not preaching tomorrow at noon on Spirit of Life. I have the program, but they're going to be uh, preaching for me tomorrow. Okay, amen. Well, tomorrow night, amen, we're going to conclude the Back to Basics revival with none other than Pastor Regina S. Carter. Oh, my God. Amen. Uh, All the way from Joliet, Illinois. Amen. The whole time Apostle Sanders was preaching Um, the Lord just would not let me let her go. Amen. And I said, uh, well, Lord, if she got to preach tomorrow noon, she's going to be too tired to preach tomorrow night. And so that's why I asked the question, were you preaching um, tomorrow afternoon? So tomorrow night we're going to hear the conclusion of the whole matter, um, the Back to Basics revival with Pastor Regina S. Carter of Joliet, Illinois, formerly of Beckley, West Virginia. Uh, for you, West Virginians, who are on the line tomorrow night, we're going to close out with uh, Pastor Regina S. Carter. Amen. Um, closing us out uh, with the Back to Basics revival. If you've never heard this woman of God, she is a beast of a preacher. If somebody has feedback on your line or background noise, please mute your phone. Amen. We would greatly appreciate it. Um, but we will climax tomorrow night with Pastor Regina S. Carter uh, bringing forth the word of God, and we're excited to see what God has in store uh, tomorrow night. Amen. Um, 
10 Eastern, 9 Central, the same dial-in number, 724-444-7444, the call ID 15369, the PIN number is 1 and the pound sign. Amen. Um, If you are not connected to us outside of the calls, we are on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Prophet BKT. We have our Fresh Fire Ministries Facebook group, Fresh Fire Ministries WV. Um, If you uh, would like to visit our website, you can do that as well, bkthompson.wix.com forward slash Fresh Fire online. From the website, you can view our um, our upcoming itinerary, you can submit prayer requests as well as speaking engagement requests. You can also sow into the ministry directly from uh, the website. Um, you can email us at freshfireministriesonline at gmail.com. You can also contact us at 304-404-FIRE, 304-404-3473. Um, Sunday night, we'll, we'll be back on our regular scheduled call, Fresh Fire Ministries. Sunday night live, the same dial-in number. The call ID is 15303. And our guest speaker for Sunday night will be Pastor Guinevere Bright of South Carolina. Amen. So we're excited to see what God has in store for his people uh, tomorrow night with Pastor Carter. And Sunday night with Pastor Guinevere Bright. Amen. Um Spread the word, invite a friend, uh, meet us back tomorrow night as we climax this awesome revival. Amen. God has been doing some great things, and we bless God for uh, the move of his spirit. Um, If our hearts and minds are clear, um, I'm assuming Apostle Sanders' phone either died or he lost his signal because he is no longer with us at the moment. Um, We are going to get ready and dismiss in prayer. And then um, go about our ways until tomorrow night. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you for this day. We thank you, O oh God, for the blessings of the day. Father, we thank you for uh, just another opportunity that you've allowed us, O oh God, to come into your presence for no other reason, O oh God, but to give you all of the praise, all of the glory, and all of the honor. Father, Tonight, God, we thank you for your word that has gone forth in this place, God, with power, with clarity, and with authority. Father, we thank you, O God, even for the prophetic, O God, that flowed in this place, not only, O God, to God to affirm, but to confirm your word. God, we thank you, O God, for the man of God that came, O God, to pour out of his spirit, God, to impart into the lives of your people. God, we ask you, O God, to pour back into him the virtue he released this night. In the mighty name of Jesus, we bind any backlash or retaliation of the enemy. We cancel it now. In the name of Jesus, God, we thank you that your word will go forth and accomplish that which it was sent forth to do. Father, we thank you that he will see the fruit of his labor. God, and that everything that you have spoken concerning your people this night, God, that they will walk the word out, God, and they will allow the word to manifest in their lives, God, that they won't just allow the word to sit, God, that they will get up and do something with the word they received this night. In the name of Jesus, God, as we depart from this place but never from your presence, go with us, go before us, make easy, safe, and successful our way. Bring us back, oh God, at the appointed time with joy, but it's ringing in our souls. God, God, impart, download, and deposit 
into Pastor Carter, God, the word that you would have for her to release to dish her people tomorrow night, oh God. Bring us back with a spirit of expectation and anticipation to receive what it is that you have for your people. And we'll be ever so careful to give you our praise, our glory, and our honor. For we ask it all in the only name that matters, and that name is Jesus Christ. Amen, amen, and amen. God bless you all. We love you, and we'll see you tomorrow night, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 9 p.m. Central Standard Time with Pastor Regina S. Carter. Amen. Amen. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.